It's coming. And it tastes so sweet. You'll hop when you eat. Come on. Hold on to your tummy. We got something good. With my hauntingly delicious cereal. It's so good, I crinkle every time I eat it. Hello, and welcome to a mini uh, bonus. I don't know what we're calling this, but uh, welcome to Serial Killer. Yay! <laughs> um, I am one of your hosts, Maria Spertolozzi, and of course with me as always is my co-host, Anastasia Washington. Hello. Um, yeah, and we are coming at you with an update to one of the previous uh, serial killers that we had discussed. Um, uh, Yasser Abdel said Syed. I don't think we ever got a full uh, yeah. explainer on how to say that, so I just didn't call him that. Um <laughs> But he, uh, quote-unquote, honor-killed his daughters, and by that, he just, like, was a super extremist and murdered his daughters because they were, like, teenagers who were dating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, so he was on the top ten FBI most wanted list and was being, like, manhunted, essentially, uh, and they found him. They They did. did. Um, they found him not far from where he actually committed the murders um, in 2008. Um, so he's been on the run for, well, I wouldn't say be on the run. I feel like he was in hiding. Like hiding. Yeah. Um, in a weird twist or not twist. Um, basically, his son um, and his brother have been like, taking care of him in this, like, kind of, you know... Yeah, backdoor. Hide out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's basically how they found him, um, is that they, um, they followed the son and the, um, brother and found, like, evidence that they were, like, taking trash out of this place, but then, like, throwing the trash away in different places and... Just being generally weird and <laughs> yeah, generally shady and shady. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like hiding someone in a place vibes. <laughs> yeah, like we're not doing anything, uh, but we are kind of thing. Um, so uh, they too have been arrested and face up to five years in prison. And again, I I want to say that this is the son. That means that the women that were killed are his sisters. Yep. Um, and um, they believe that other people have helped um, keep him um, hidden for, what, 12 years now? Yeah. Um, and uh, the FBI has a message for the people that have helped. They said... Uh, your day is coming and soon everybody will know. So enjoy your free time because it's coming to an end. So, you know, they're going to go after them. And I yeah. fully am okay with that um, yeah. because I do yeah. believe. Well, yeah, I, Texas is a uh, death penalty state. So if he is convicted of what he's charged with capital murder, then uh, he will face the death yeah. penalty. But I also believe that there's other family members that um, helped in the murder and also in the... 
and this is just my opinion, but like based on seeing the documentary about it and stuff, I believe that mom, yeah, was anything but helpful in keeping her her daughter safe, and if not, uh, maybe even helped their demise, which yeah. is disgusting. Um, so you know, if. I'm right. I hope that she is brought to justice as well, because um, I don't believe in capital punishment, but I do believe in bringing people to justice. Um, so um, that is the update. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything else we want to? No. Say? Mm-hmm. But that's pretty big news. We, you know, yeah. um, twelve years on the, you know, God. on the run. But yeah, twelve years in hiding. In sure. Hiding. Right down the street. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's like, that's almost like Whitey Bulger territory. Right? Ugh, oh my God. Um, so that's the update. Um, I'm glad that um, at least we'll get some justice for these girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we'll face the decisions that they made to conceal this man. Yeah. And uh, now back to our regularly scheduled programming of a brand new episode. Uh, but before we do that, we uh, I just want to remind you that, um, or not remind you, to tell you that our Patreon has launched. Um, and so you can um, support us. We've got some really cool stuff on there. Um, some cool prizes. I don't know if they're called prizes. They're probably not. <laughs> perks there we go yeah. she she that's why she's on the show because she no and language speaks anastasia um, <laughs> and she knows english um yeah we have some great perks on there so uh check that out and um and support us we would um really appreciate it and uh now back to your regularly scheduled serial killer programming okay <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Serial Killer. I am one of your hosts, Maria Spurlozzi, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Anastasia Washington. Hey, guys. I don't know what that voice is. The Pee Wee Herman there. <laughs> I'm trying to do the Pee Wee Herman dance, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just like, it looks awkward. It just looks like I'm like, <laughs> it looks gross, you guys. I'm glad you can't see it. Um, maybe that'll be one of our, maybe that'll be one of our Patreons one day when you can actually see us do the weirdest dance. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh god! Uh, so this week on Serial Killer, I have uh, I'm going through my stash of Cheerios of different Cheerio flavors. <laughs> so this is toasted coconut Cheerios. It's limited. It. it also has a fun uh, beach umbrella on it. Which kind of looks like Umbrella Corporation. But. It does. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, this is my fun, my, my cereal. And uh, I love the back of this because it just has fun facts about tropical places. Ooh. So Fiji is the only country in the world to outlaw ice cream. I'm sorry, what? I don't know. That's all the information I've been given. <laughs> there's, no, there's no asterisk to check your sources. <laughs> that would be so sad. It's like... Somebody was so lactose intolerant and just was so mad that they were like, we ban ice cream. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck 
ice cream. Have it either. <laughs> that sucks. Okay. I'm going to do that with kiwi. <laughs> Make it illegal. It's illegal to have kiwi because I can't have it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Actually... Hawaii. Talk about paradise. There are no snakes or billboards in Hawaii. There are no snakes in America. Oh, nope. Nope. Cats. It's cats in America, and there are there are, <laughs> there are a lot. There are many. A lot of. I have one actually. <laughs> the world's first underwater presidential cabinet meeting was held off the coast. I don't know why. Why? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. I have a lot of questions as to how that happened as well. Do you feel like these que- these facts are actually more like just things that you're going to go down a rabbit hole later? Oh, yeah. uh, in- <laughs> On January 17th, 1977, it snowed in the Bahamas for the first and only time. And now I need to know if it has snowed since. Because climate change. <laughs> also, I, I mean, I assume that this box of cereal that's not expired would have updated up-to-date facts, but who knows? <laughs> um, oh, it's a game. You have to guess which facts are true and which facts are false that's what i get for not reading the whole box oh okay okay um underwater meeting is false incorrect that's one of the true facts wait how many well um okay i have to read i still have two more facts to read oh two more okay Okay. so in jamaica in 1988 uh, it became the, f- oh, sorry, in 1988, Jamaica became the first tropical country to enter the Winter Olympics. Okay. Wait, what? Jamaica? And, and, and Jamaica. What? 1988, Jamaica became the first tropical yeah. country to enter the Winter Olympics. Yeah, Yeah, because cool running. <laughs> exactly. Okay, last fact. In 1992, a couple discovered a $10 million treasure with a metal detector on a beach in Bora Bora, Tahiti. Oh, um, I want to say yes. True. Nope. Oh, sadness. (laughs) Two wrong, one right. (laughs) And then I have Fiji, the only country to outlaw ice cream. Hawaii, where there are no snakes or billboards, and then the Bahamas, where it snowed once in 1977. True Hawaii. Mm Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, False ice cream. Correct. And uh, what's the other one? That in the Bahamas, it snowed once on January 17th, 1977. Sure, true. Why not? False. No! It's a very long walk to my serial topic that brings us here, which is the mur- murderer. Um, so I was on Reddit, and I can't remember if it was in the true crime subreddit or in the Today I Learned, but uh, it's this Pakistani serial killer who's confessed to sexually abusing and murdering of a hundred boys. A hundred? A hundred. One hundred. Oh. So I picked this toasted coconut cereal because I know that, um, like, Arabian, Pakistani, Middle Eastern food uses a lot of coconut milk Mm. and toasted coconut in their dishes and desserts. So... Yes, that's good. That's a good one. I think it's good. I thought it was pretty good. And I was very happy that this all works out 
Because <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking, I was going to have to like look up a Hawaiian murder for this otherwise. Which I'm sure there are. Oh, there definitely are. I mean, Hawaii Five-0 has to be based on something. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't try it. Hang on. I did this wrong. Yeah, she's doing it all backwards. <laughs> that tastes like coconut. Does it smell like coconut? Like, really, really strong? The box smells like coconut, but it also, because it's Cheerios, it's not, like, super sweet or sugary, so it still has that, like, just kind of smells like a cardboard box. But it does smell like coconut. And it tastes oh, like coconut. coconut. It tastes like that creme de coconut that they use in bartending. Oh. All right. I like it better dry. Oh. So like a knife down with milk? I would say knife up dry and then knife on the table. Huh. With milk. It's not bad, but it's not bad either. It's fine. It like it's weird because it's like I think it's coated in coconut flavor and not baked in. So you uh, get like, all that coconut at once and then you're just like eating Cheerios and so then it's like this weird Cheerios aftertaste almost. What if you just done it with coconut flour so you have an extra boost of coconut? No, let's see. No, no, they used whole grain oats. I mean, I guess I want to keep that whole grain property. Um, yeah. Kind of what they're known but, for. Yeah, that is what Cheerios is all about. But I know coconut flour is used on a lot of healthy type things. I don't know. Nobody asked me. That's what it is. I don't know. All right, we're done eating that. She's <laughs> like, I am done and I am happy I'm done because it was better dry. <laughs> it was. Which is strange. That's a, It's not always that way, you know? No, I know. The chocolate peanut butter one was A+. Plus. I would eat that one by the bucket full. I would watch you do that. <laughs> I know. I want to, like, now it's my mission to just find all of the chocolate peanut butter cereals that you can't eat <laughs> so that I can try them in quarantine. <laughs> it's okay. I had a peanut butter stout the other day. Interesting. It was so good. It was, like, it was called, like, Fluffer Nuttigus or something. And it was insanely good, but my lips just were like, yeah. as we're doing the podcast, my lips were like, progressively bigger. <laughs> so don't do that or do. I don't know. Or it's up to you. I mean, you know your allergies better than anyone. You do. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> All right. So. Murder. Murder. This is this is a rough one, guys. Just be warned. It's like nah, it is not fun any part of the way, even the ending. (laughs) Although justice is served, it's Pakistan. So let's remember that. Um, okay. So this guy, Javed Iqbal Umyar. Right. You know, um, was born in 1956 in Lahore, Pakistan. Um, and that is where he spent most of his life and uh, ultimately died. 
Uh, he was the sixth of eight children of a wealthy businessman father. Uh, and he attended like a prominent college in Pakistan. Uh, and then in 1978, while he was still a student, he started a steel recasting business, which I Googled to try and see what it is. And I think it's just taking steel and then melting it down into different steel, I think. Okay, so like just repurposing the material. Yeah, yeah. But like steel is hard to do that with. So you have to get specific like equipment and all that. So like that's why it's a steel recasting business and not just like the way junkyards exist. Um, Makes sense. So he started that in 1978 and lived in a villa that his father had purchased for him. Uh, and that's and he that's when he starts um, like luring these boys into into this villa to live with him. And these are usually street urchins or like homeless boys. Um, they're not you know people he knows very well. Yeah. Uh, hmm? Oh no, I was just agreeing. Oh. <laughs> um, and his family like knew that he had like he had all these like small boy friends and they just like weren't really sure what to do about it because it was Pakistan and it was like kind of a taboo thing to talk about men yeah and like pedophilia with gay men and like it's a whole it's a whole rabbit hole of things that Pakistan does not like to address I mean, no one really likes to address it, and American society's not much better. But at least we, like, try to address it sometimes. Um, yeah. So they, I think they knew that he was, like, ha- like friendly with them and probably had, like, a like a later days Michael Jackson vibe. Um, where it was like, what's going on? But we can't really prove anything. But he's always got these young boys around him, and it's, like, kind of creepy. Um... <laughs> No, no, no. I don't know what else to call that. <laughs> no, nope, you're doing great. <laughs> um, so in the late not in late 1990, a man files a like police official complaint against Iqbal, saying that he had sodomized that Iqbal had sodomized his son. Um, and the police, uh, and so the police like try to get to Iqbal to like question him about this, but he sort of flees his home with these boys for a little bit. And the police end up detaining Iqbal's father and one of his brothers instead to be like, look, we're going to keep them here until you come and like answer our questions. So ultimately he does go and then um, answers all these questions and is ultimately just like, let go. All right. Um, So then there's a robbery. Oh, he, so he starts opening up all these like businesses. So he has the steel recasting business where he makes most of his money, but he starts opening up like arcades and like card shops and things that attract like young boys. Oh, no. Um, And because it's, you know, it's like the 80s in Pakistan, like arcades are huge and hot and happening. And so um, one of them gets broken into. And in the ensuing, like, police situation, Iqbal feels like the police have, like, really wronged him and not treated it, like, with the, you know, care that it deserves. 
Um, and so that's when he starts like murdering these boys, not just having them as like companions. Um, and so in he can he ultimately in 1999, so like 10 years or so after he starts this murder event, it's not a spree, but it like. And it's it's not really like well documented because a lot of the boys were um, like urchin children or homeless children. I don't know what to call them. Wikipedia said urchin children, and that feels Dickensian and weird. Yeah, but I guess if that's the way that I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, these like sad street children. Yeah. So there's no like police records or like people who are trying to claim them or find out what happened to them to like connect. them to missing people and murders um but so in night december 1999 he sends a letter to the police in lahore and the newspaper chief um confessing to the rape and murder of a hundred boys all aged between six and 16 and he goes into detail as to how he murdered them he strangled them and then dismembered them and then dissolved their body parts in vats of acid so that they would never be found no yeah yeah hydrochloric acid which i have a lot of questions as to how he got oh no steel recasting you would totally have vats that could sustain hydrochloric acid Probably how he got the hydrochloric acid. Yeah, probably how he got so much of it without... Like, I remembered Breaking Bad and was like, oh yeah, that's why they had a laundromat. Because then they could order all these chemicals and it wasn't suspicious. I understand how crime works. All because of Breaking Bad. That's how we know how crime works. Thank you, Breaking Bad. No other reason at all, ever. (laughs) And then he would dump the remains in a local river, which, like, on top of everything polluting, bad. You are a triple-year bad guy. Somehow that makes me madder than, like, than the murders themselves. And I'm like, and on top of that, you're polluting, and these poor boys are polluting. I hate this. I hate all of this. (laughs) You don't even care about anything. Not the earth, no. not these people, nobody. Help, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, once the police enter his home, they find blood stains everywhere. Walls, floor, ceiling. Um, along with chain that Iqbal claimed to have used to strangle his victims. And many photographs of his victims in, like, plastic grocery bags. Like, plastic grocery bags filled with photographs. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And they were all neatly labeled with handwritten pamphlets. Because this guy is insane. Um, There were two vats of acid with partially dissolved human remains that were left open for the police to find and a note claiming the bodies in the house were deliberately not disposed of so the authorities would find them. He planned to drown himself in the Ravi River following the crimes, but after unsuccessfully... Uh, dragging the river, the police launched a, like, large-scale manhunt. The largest manhunt in Pakistan history. Um, Get him. And he had run to a flat where he was sharing sharing with three teenage boys in Sohawa. I probably said that wrong. 
Uh, I that it's wrong, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm Pakistan. I don't speak Farsi. If that's what they speak in Pakistan, I'm sorry if that's not what they speak in Pakistan. I, I'm very uneducated on countries that are not my own. We're um, American. <laughs> um, yeah, and so the the teenage boys were rounded up. One of them died in police custody from postmortem, what was suggested as uh, like brutal force. Um, and but allegedly he jumped from a window. That's what they all say. That's like that Russian doctor. Yeah, or wasn't there... There was another one recently that happened, yeah. too. Um, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Um, or the so he down the stairs. So he said his murders... Uh, his motive for committing the murders was his infuriation at the perceived injustice at the hands of the Lahore Police Department um, when they arrested him on the sodomy charges in the 1990s. Um, Even though no charges were brought, they just, he just felt very wronged by how they treated him. Um, Yeah. Sorry that they treated you wrong, you monster. And then he, then he said his mother had been forced to watch his decline before suffering a fatal heart attack. He had therefore resolved to make a hundred mothers cry for their sons as his mother had been forced to do for him before her death. So it was this very like elaborate poetic thing, which is why he ultimately like confessed. Um, so he went to trial. It was a month before, well, it was a month from the letter and the manhunt to him turning himself in. Uh, Urdu, that's the Pakistani language. Urdu, okay. Um, and he was subsequently arrested. He stated that he surrendered to the newspaper because he feared for his life and concerned the police would kill him. Yeah, so, right. sent <laughs> to death by hanging, and the judge passed the sentence saying, you will be strangled to death in front of the parents whose children you killed. Your body will then be cut into a hundred pieces and put in acid the same way you killed the children. Whoa. Like, they can just do that? No, um, I read an article that said they can't actually do that, but that, like, the public was so on board that they were, like, kind of, like, yeah, like, the the whole government was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But it doesn't matter because Iqbal was found hung or hanged dead in his cell before the execution could be carried out. And there was another, like, accomplice, one of the teenage boys that was hanged in a nearby cell the same night. Oh, and that they're thinking that they hung themselves or they somebody- yeah that's kind of what they're leaning towards is that they hung themselves they wouldn't have to or at least Iqbal definitely wouldn't have to be subjected to the public humiliation oh, I don't yeah, sorry for him. <laughs> first public execution in many years oh that's kind of sh- I mean I don't know so, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the Pakistani serial killer, Javed Iqbal. Wow. He was From start to finish, just horrifying. Just horrible. I mean, he didn't respect anything. 
No, no, he's definitely, he's not one of those serial killers that you're like, oh, I feel kind of bad. Like, I can see how you got to where you got. And like, I don't support any of your decisions, but you needed help. But this guy is kind of like sociopath through and through. What is empathy? Who's, who's ever heard of that? Oh my God. And the sheer number too. Um, The fact that it's, it like, (laughs) I don't know why I'm on this, like, mid- Middle Eastern, like, med- not Mediterranean, but, like, um, Middle Eastern kick. Because the last one that I did, the man who killed his two daughters for the, like, honor of it, it seems that there's this, like, very strong an eye for an eye feeling with some people um, who, like, are raised in that culture. And it seems like that was what he, he was like, well, this is the atrocity I have been forced to withstand. So now I will pay it back to you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't support it. I don't. Of course. No, no. It's just like, bruh, bruh. Man, no. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah way gross he's way horrible um so yeah that's uh that's it was uh yeah short and sweet (laughs) you know it's a knife down for me for everything about this man except for (laughs) the arcades because i like arcades so knife up for arcades knife down for using them to lure children and Mm -hmm. ultimately kill them that's a knife down stop touching our happy places um, and making them bad. Um, when asked, and even then, please don't touch children. Yeah, and like knife uh, down for. I mean, knife up for justice, but knife down for like maybe public execution. Yeah, I was just saying knife down for like the extreme end of justice, where it just kind of circles back on itself and becomes cruelty. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get totally get it. And like, we were all there when Saddam Hussein got, uh, yeah. I don't know. But you know murdered. how I feel about, I, I have been very public about how I feel about <laughs> capital punishment in general. Um, so I'm just not, I'm not a fan. Um, but I am a fan of justice. Um, I wish, uh, I, I, I am a fan of you, you know, alleviating yourself if you're an asshole, but I wish you would do it before you did, um. Yeah, before you did all the asshole things. Yeah, like, just, you know, Uh, I'm I'm a fan just, uh, uh, um, and I guess knife on the table for the cereal overall? I don't yeah, know. On the table for the cereal. If you like, uh, if you really like coconut and you really like Cheerios, then I'm sure you'll really like it. But I don't really like coconut, so. That's a problematic choice. You know, for you. It's not that I don't like coconut. I just don't really like coconut. I like coconut. But she is on a quest to try all the Cheerios in the world. Yeah. Please send me weird Cheerios. Yeah, what Cheerios are there in other countries that I can't get access to in America? Yes. Um, Those are the Cheerios I want. Yeah, message us and we'll send you our P.O. box if you want to send us some some weird cereals. We will do that. Um, You can also um, uh, donate to uh, our podcast on anchor.fm. And very soon, 
Patreon as well. We're going to have some really fun um, prizes and, and I guess they're not prizes. They give away. Yeah, I, don't the, I don't know what you call them, but we have fun stuff. I think, I think they're perks they're, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're perks. Uh, the tears. Uh, yeah, including some like really cool um, like stickers and buttons and um, opportunities to play some really cool tabletop gaming stuff with us. So um, be sure yeah. to check that out. All of our social media at Pod Serial Killer, and that will also be our Patreon. Um, and uh, yeah, just you know, talk talk to us about your pairings or uh, something that we should cover or. Um, we would love to hear from you um, and love to give you a shout out on air or on social media. So um, let us know. Also, be sure to review and like this podcast, subscribe. Your reviews and your ratings really help us. So be sure to do that if you haven't already. And if you have, just go to a different device and do it again. And do it there. Go to your whoever you live with devices and do it on there. <laughs> yes. It's- um but like don't do it forcefully because the knife down for force yeah no no. um and what else uh you can find me at anastasia w on twitter at anastasia watch on instagram anastasia tv and what else what else what else um we do another podcast called one more drink uh at one more drink pod on all of these social media platforms you can find me at Maria Longname on Twitter, and I work for a brewery that makes wonderful beer called McLeod Ale, M-A-C-L-E-O-D. Uh, and we have a sub-brand now, Van Nuys Beer Co., and we ship anywhere in California. Woo! So and, yeah. Get your drink on, you guys. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you know, um, stay safe and don't be a dick, you guys. Bye. Bye.